Welcome to On Our Way, a podcast for those wanting ambitious faith, a place for those needing a little pep talk, for those wanting to know they aren't alone in the daily battles and triumphs, and a place to know all of it comes directly from God. He sees you, He loves you, and He is all about being with you every step of the way. What will He teach you today? Let's find out. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of On Our Way, where we are truly on our way to great things. We are having these great adventures. We're having these great awakenings. We're praying for them, and we're having this supernatural boldness to just really take the next step in our walk with Jesus. So I'm really, really excited, you guys. This is my 20th episode, and I love that you are all loving it so much. It's seriously, it is just absolutely made my year, and from the bottom of my heart, thank you for for the reshares, the likes, the comments, the reviews, the subscribes, all of it. I, it, it seriously just makes my day. But honestly, you guys, I owe it all to him for putting it on my heart in the first place. So like I always say, like all the glory to him for sure. So in honor of our 20th episode, I want to talk about something that I've really had on my heart the last week or so. And that's really just this question of why, right? And it's such a simple word, but my gosh, you guys, does it have just this infinite amount of answers that that can go with that? So, you know, how many times in our day to day are we asking ourselves, like, why me? Why them? Why can't I just, why can't I, why can't I just get the hang of this? Why can't I just pull up my boots and do this? Like, why won't my kids listen to me, right? Why am I struggling so bad with this when I know it's really, really easy for other people? Why do I feel so depressed? Why am I so anxious about something that seems really just petty? I know this list could go on and on, you guys, and I do this sometimes throughout my day, And this last week, I actually caught myself doing it a little bit more than normal. And the people who are really close to me, they know I just had this really bad day last week. And it was just one of those, you know, those flat out, no good, woe is me, sulking in my sorrows, just a bad day. And nothing was going right. And you guys, I sobbed. Like I literally got in my car, closed my eyes and just sobbed and it you know I just completely broke down and it was it was the ugly cry it was the cry that not very many people see the the one with hot tears and a wet face you know that kind of cry I was basically just this hot mess you guys and I swear when I was passing people on the street driving they gave me that look of like oh look at that girl you know which you know when you get that look or you get that feeling from somebody it kind of just makes you cry harder Well, it's been a while. I'll totally admit it. It has been a while since I've cried like that. And it was just, like I said, seemingly out of nowhere. I had these really big, huge emotions show up and it just hit me all of a sudden like this, this ton of bricks. Um, I was really full of just confusion and hurt and anger and sadness and everything just came flooding to me all at once. So the next day, I had my moment, but the next day I told myself, you know, I'm going to pull up my bootstraps. I'm going to change my attitude. I'm going to change my mindset. And, you know, that's what I do, you guys. Like, that's what I preach to my team. That's what I preach to my family. Just change your mindset, you know, change your attitude. And so I was looking at myself in the mirror, in the eyeballs. And I really remember just looking at myself and saying, Amanda, why not you? Because truly, why not me, right? Why can't I become the leader I want to be? 
I've got this amazing team. They work their tushies off at their, you know, not only like their job, but in their lives. I am blessed with this amazing team of people with big hearts, right? They love each other. They would be at anyone's side in a moment's notice. Why can't I be happy with how things are right now, right? Like I, I have this husband who works hard for us. He loves big and he does these things that I know that he doesn't want to do because of us. Like I am blessed with two kids who bring me just, oh my gosh, you guys, just an infinite amount of joy that I can't even put into words. They're my whole world. They're the reason I do anything, the reason I do everything. Why can't I look like, I don't know. Why can't I look like Jesse James Decker in a swimsuit, right? Like I am, you guys, I am blessed with a body that moves when I tell it to move. I have two legs that can walk. I have muscles that can be built. I have healthy products and healthy food at my disposal, right? Why can't I be better about saving money? I have a brain that has the right to choose. It works. I have the ability to make choices to do that. My brain functions, right? Some days more than others. I'll give you that, but it functions. Why not me was slowly starting to really overtake my brain and I could feel my mindset shifting and I could feel my shoulders like rising back up, right? So here it was, I was sobbing once again in front of my bathroom mirror, but I was, it was for a completely different reason this time. I could feel myself, I was rising up. I could feel the blood returning to my body. I could feel Jesus just shining his light on me and seriously reminding me who I was and whose I was. I was smiling through these tears and I was just really starting to feel this empowerment starting to grow inside of me. And I said out loud, I said, the enemy is not going to win. I said it out loud. I said it to myself. I looked myself right in the eyeballs when I said it. You guys, when you start doing good works, when you start spreading God's word, when you start helping other people realize who they are, when you start rising up, when you start gaining exposure for his glory, when you start actually making a difference, you might as well just put a huge gigantic target on your back for the enemy. You're getting his attention. He sees you. He sees what you're doing. And now he's turned. His focus is on you. And that is when the attacks are going to come. But congratulations, you guys, because you truly are doing something good when those attacks are coming. But the cool part about this is that, you know, you're... But the really cool part about this is that you're about to have the biggest breakthrough of your entire life if you can just keep battling it. But Amanda, I don't want to have to keep fighting him every single day. Can I just have a little humdrum life? Um, can I just not do anything bad and also not do anything good? Just, you know, live my life in solitude. Well, yeah, you can absolutely do that. But what would you be doing for God's glory? How would you be helping literally anyone? How would you feel about yourself? You guys, you were made to help other people. That's why you were created. You were made to share God's word. So yeah, you could absolutely do that, but it's not who you are. It's not who you were created to be, okay? So back on topic, I wish I, wish I could tell you, you know, that, that he just comes at you a few times and he gives up and he's like, oh man, it's not worth it. But that is not how the enemy rolls, you guys. Those battles and those attacks will never, ever stop. But luckily... You have someone higher and mightier on your side. And I love in Deuteronomy 28, 7, when it says, the Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way and will flee before you in seven ways. So basically the enemy will try over and over and over and over again. But each time he does, 
God will defeat them seven ways to his one. He's on your side. And that's the thing, you guys, even me, even the person who knows more than ever that God is on my side and God is doing great things for me and God is going before me and fighting my battles that I know nothing about. I know all of that. And even knowing it, I still cry. I still wonder. I still question. It's human. It's human of me. But ultimately, I know who my God is. And once I really sit down and take my situation for what it is, and that's a spiritual attack, I start to rise up and smile because I know in the enemy's eyes, I'm doing something really, really great for God in his kingdom. Jeremiah 119 says, they will fight against you, but they will not overcome you. For I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Did you hear that? I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. How many times have you thought of your situation as God being mad at you? Because I used to think that I think that if something went terribly wrong, that God was mad at me and he was punishing me and it's because I did whatever X, Y, Z. But that was back when I had no idea that spiritual attacks were a thing. They would stop me dead in my tracks. They'd force me to give up on my dreams and goals. And, you know, they truly led me to believe that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't smart enough. But really what was happening was that I was so dang close to a breakthrough. The enemy was trying to shut it down. And guess what? He did. At that time in my life, it worked. I quit jobs when I was on the brink of promotions. I pushed people away when I got mad. I held grudges for probably way, way, way too long. And I chose not to forgive people in my life for what they did. You guys, that's what happened. So, so in this particular day of my life, I decided I was like, no more. And I want to ask you, why not you? What is the no more point for you? When are you going to stand up? When are you going to look the enemy in the face and say no more? When will you stand with Jesus side by side and show the world and the heavens what you're actually capable of? Why can't you become a manager at your new company? What thought is holding you back? Are you afraid to start a new project? Are you afraid to ask for a raise? Are you afraid of applying for it in the first place? Are you already telling yourself that you don't have the background or the technical skills, right? And if you are, then the enemy already has a foot in your mind, doesn't he? He's already in the building. He may not be sitting there in your cubicle with you yet, but he sure is in the building. And guess what? He's looking for you. How far will you let him go before security snatches him up and tells him he's not welcome there? Why can't you become an entrepreneur like you've always wanted? Is it because you think you are unable to sustain it? think that there's maybe no way to save or get the funds to start it in the first place. Friend, do you even feel worthy of the success you actually just might get? Are you telling yourself that you'll never be able to do it because you don't look a certain way or you don't have a marketing background or X, Y, Z? Guys, I get it. I was all of those things. I get it. But once you change that belief to dang it, why not me? Everything's going to change for you. You deserve this section of your life. You deserve this. Your family deserves this. And I've said this before, but do not let fear dictate your actions or your lack of actions. The easiest way to fall out of your calling is to give up and not pursue it. And guess what? When you fall out, when you give up, the enemy is now standing in your cubicle. In fact, he's sitting right next to you and he's smiling you in the face and saying, guess what? I just won. Are you going to let that happen today? Now, part of my why story isn't just the why not me's, but it's also the why's too. Why do I do the things I do? Why do I, why, and why I show up, you guys, might look so different than why you show up every day. 
right? Like I show up for a whole lot of reasons, but two of them are about three feet tall with brown and green eyes and they call me mama. I want them to see me succeed. I want them to know that I sure as heck am not going to give up on my dreams, right? And I want them to know in the deepest part of their souls that they shouldn't either. I want to give back so much money to my church, boatloads. I want to shower them in money and praise and glory because that's what they've done for me. And, you know, what they've done for me and my family spiritually is something I will never be able to repay them for. I want to buy my husband a ranch house where he can take my boys hunting. I want to help thousands upon thousands of people give their lives to Jesus and forever be saved. I want to make heaven crowded. I want Jesus to tell me, well done, my good and faithful servant, the moment those golden gates open for me. I want so many things. And if you were to ask me two years ago what I wanted out of my life or what my why was for doing anything, I would have told you, you know, my why is my, I had one son at the time is him and to make money to pay my bills, right? There was no passion behind my why. There was no urgency. There was no emotion. I worked to pay bills and that was it. I had no ambition or drive or dreams, but thanks to a whole bunch of really cool opportunities given to me, my God, everything has changed. So I want you to look at your own life. What are some of your, your big vision board moments? What are some of your big vision board dreams? What do you want to provide for your family? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to help? Why not you? Why not you? You were made for such a time as this. And guess what? Nobody can do what you do. How cool is that, you guys? Nobody can do what you do. Each person on this earth has a different purpose to fulfill, including you. So again, why aren't you living your dream? Show up today for you. Show up for six months from now, you. The person who so desperately wants more and, and can absolutely have it. I'm going to read to you guys Psalm 139 verses 1 through 24. And it seems like a lot of verses, but I feel like all of them are so important when we're talking about this, this big topic of why. Um, this week. So Psalm 139 verses 1 through 24. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. 
If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries muse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I call them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. I love you all. I hope that those that message from Psalm really got to you as much as it did to me. Just remember, friends, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and God, God's works are wonderful. We all know that full well. Please know also that you are more than ready. You are more than capable. Listen to God. Trust his timing. With heads down and eyes closed, we pray. Father God, thank you for giving us the gift of free will when it comes to our thoughts because it makes our relationship with you so much sweeter. We know you know our every move even before we make it. So we ask God that this week you make our thoughts pure, you make our movements swift, and you give us more understanding into your calling and purpose for our lives. We are ready. In your heavenly name we pray. And everybody said amen. Thanks for hanging out with us this week, friend. And please go share the podcast love by sending this to someone who needs to hear it. Share it on Instagram, tag us at onourway underscore podcast, or leave us a review. We love all of those options. And I hope you got such an amazing message this week. Have a good week, friends. Be good to each other and God bless.